Movies and musicals on RTE Lyric FM, sponsored by IFI at Home, the new streaming service from the Irish Film Institute. Come home to film. Come home to ifihome.ie. Everybody here for the interview? What little lady made these? That is revenge. You're going to need more men. In the south of France. It is a problem, I admit. Dumbledore asked that I give you something. Save the moon, save Earth. Why are you so handsome? I may vomit with you. The hell are you supposed to be? The movie news. I'm vengeance. With Garrett Daly. Ooh, big Astoria. Good afternoon to you, Garrett. We are starting with news. Indeed, you've been keeping us posted on this on the Leonard Bernstein biopic. Bradley Cooper looking after this. You've some more uh, casting news for us. Yeah, he's directing the project. And the Stranger Things star Maya Hawke has joined the cast. Now, it's a pretty high profile cast, as you said. Um, you know, you have Bradley Cooper starring in it, but Kerry Mulligan mm. and Matt uh, Bomer as well also starring in it on the call sheet. So it's quite, quite a big lineup and it spans 30 years in the composer's life looks really at the relationship with his wife, their sort of on and off engagements, their marriage, their children, and a question around his own sexual orientation as well. So Hawk's going to be playing his daughter. Uh, the shooting begins in May in New York. And what a lineup in terms of producers as well. You've got Martin Scorsese and Steven Spielberg on board <laughs> as producers. I've mentioned there aware, that uh, yeah. Maya Hawk, yeah, yeah, she's a star, obviously, of Stranger Things. She joined that, um, she joined that cast in season three, She's pretty much established herself as a key popular character in the series. And that one will return for season four, actually, May 27. So I think a lot of people will be looking forward to that if they want to see her on screen before we get to yeah. see Maestro. Interesting that she's playing uh, the daughter, Jamie, because, of course, Jamie is, is still with us, very much looks after her, her dad's uh, estate and talks about him a lot and has written about him a lot. So uh, that'll, that'll be an interesting one. We shall keep an eye on that one. Uh, our next story concerns uh, Hunger Games, one for Hunger Games fans. I think fans will be delighted to hear this because uh, CinemaCon was on during the week and there was an awful lot of movie news that came out of it, a lot of news that came out of it. Um, But one of the big things was Lionsgate had confirmed that the prequel to The Hunger Games, this is the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, will finally hit cinemas uh, November 17th, 2023. So Francis Lawrence, who directed the previous uh, sequels in the franchise, is directing the prequel and it's set years prior to the original movies. It's currently in production but no cast has been announced. Only a sort of concept teaser um, has been shown so far. The prior four films you know collectively generated three billion at the global box office. So it's a very popular franchise. It really is. Yeah. And author Suzanne Collins co-wrote the script for the prequel as well. So it's in good hands. It certainly is. Now uh, Ray Fiennes and Juliette Binoche coming together again? Yeah. If you remember they were in what the English Patient and Wuthering Heights. Uh, So they They've joined forces for a new film called The Return. Roberto Pasolini is directing. The project is dubbed a gritty original take on Homer's The Odyssey. Mm. Um, and rather, sort of, it's an elemental thriller, really, that takes on the final chapters of the journey as a, a traumatised veteran is forced to return to violence to save his loved one. Uh, finds his character, washes up on the shores, um, sort of haggard and unrecognisable 20 years after leaving uh, the, to fight in the Trojan War. The king has finally returned home, but much has changed. His beloved wife, Penelope, played by Binoche, is now a prisoner in her own home, uh, hounded by her many ambition, uh, ambitious suitors to choose a new husband and a new king. So wow. the project was written by Master and Commander, the far side of the world writer, uh, John Colley. Speaking of Master and Commander, you have news of Russell Crowe. 
Yeah, we do. He's uh, he's going to be starring alongside the youngest Hemsworth brother, that's Liam's, Liam Hemsworth, uh, for an action thriller called Land of Bad. Now, Crow is going to play Reaper, an Air Force drone pilot supporting a Delta Force special ops mission in South Philippines. And when it all goes wrong, he's two days to remedy what has devolved into a a wild rescue operation. Hensworth is going to play the newbie air controller thrust into the middle of a high-stake extraction that involves no weapons and no communications other than the drone above. Crow is actually currently in post-production at the moment on his second directorial feature called Poker Face, which does star Liam Hensworth. So obviously that's where the connection uh, sort of, yeah, sort of got developed. And of course, he also stars in the forthcoming uh, Thor Love and Thunder alongside his brother, Chris. So there you go. (laughs) Family connections everywhere. Everywhere. Now, we've been uh, keeping an eye too on Wicked, the musical on screen, Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo cast. Uh, But an interesting slant on this story broke this week. We're, We're sort of getting two films. Is that right, Garrett? Yeah, they're going to release two films. Splitting it into two, filmmaker John M. Chu uh, announced the news on his social media confirming Universal Pictures will release the first movie, Christmas Day 2024, with a second one to come later on Christmas Day 2025. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why they're doing this. Obviously, something has involved in terms of the scripts and how they're deciding to do it. So that's kind of a surprise move because it's been a long time in the waiting yeah. for these films anyway. So um, anyway, it'll probably be a good one. Stephen Schwartz, uh, pen the music and lyrics to the original Broadway show is actually adapting the screenplay. Very good. Now, news of a Michael J. Fox documentary. I like the sound of this, Garrett. I think people will be very interested in this. Yeah. I mean, he's a great writer. He's released lots of books. Uh, so there's plenty out there about his life. And of course, mostly about his life with his personal journey with Parkinson's. But Apple has landed a feature-length documentary about the actor and activist. Uh, Oscar-winning director David uh, uh, Davis Guggenheim is going to direct it. It's currently in production, shooting in New York, Los Angeles and Vancouver. And it's going to cover, obviously, his rise to stardom in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. He was only 29 when he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and he's been a great campaigner as well about it. He's kind of retired from acting now but I think this will be a really interesting insight. His family are involved as well and he's been very honest and open in all his writings as well. Apple are getting into sort of a lot of documentaries because they've won about Sidney Poitier coming as well from Oprah as well as a documentary on Formula One racer Lewis Hamilton so they're busy in the non-fiction front. Okay, you've uh, picked a trailer watch for us this week. Well, they don't come much bigger than this, I don't think. Well, it's, it needs doesn't need too much of an introduction. It's Jurassic Park Dominion. We can't keep her here forever. They find her whenever we're going to see her again. we got to protect her. That's our job. Humans and dinosaurs can't coexist. We created an ecological disaster. Alan Grant. You didn't come out all this way just to catch up now, did you? You coming or what? Yeah, that's Jurassic Park. Dominion Garrett, it's lovely sort of to see uh, the the Laura Derns and Sam Neills that we heard at the end there. Jeff Goldblum back as as well as all the regulars. Uh, Looks good. 
It looks good. And I mean, this is, uh, I suppose, the concluding part in what has been a very successful follow-up trilogy uh, to the original movies. And I think, you know, uh, hopefully they'll end it because they have been good movies and they've been massive box office winners. This one's been delayed, of course, uh, but they they announced it pretty early that it would take an extra year to get it out. But uh, June 10th is going to be coming out. But check out the new trailer for it. I think it's got a lot of people excited. I think so. Let's come to new releases. And the biggie really is Downton this week isn't it? I suppose much anticipated cinematic return. It's a phenomenon really, isn't it? it in is. terms of how it did on TV and you had the first movie as well and now they're off to the south of France to uncover uh, the mysteries of a newly inherited uh, villa and all the usual cast returning. It's great. We have we have that half of the story. The film sort of set in 1928 and it's at the time that silent pictures are becoming talking pictures. So we have this second story of a film being shot in Downton. Some nice additions to the cast. I thought Dominic West is particularly good in it playing a film star he dances as, as the film director and look I think the key to Downton is it's it's a feel good film uh, it doesn't pretend to be anything else so yeah there's the usual mix of, of high comedy and ups and downs and uh, as always in the world of Downton you know it's the escapism we all need right now it's totally predictable but I think that's fine you know it's it's exactly what I expected it to be it's entertaining it's enjoyable if anything, it's possibly a little too nice this time around. We could have done with a good villain, you know, to spice things up. Um, there is heartache in there, but uh, it's all very charming and the familiar faces all there, the gorgeous costumes. Uh, hilariously, Matthew Good, who plays Lady Mary's husband, uh, who was spotted briefly, you may recall, in the last film, he's nowhere to be seen in this one. Scheduling conflicts, so he's just not there, which I found amusing. But they cover it all up, uh, bringing in the handsome Hugh Dancy as the film director. Uh, we didn't think, perhaps, after the last film that Maggie Smith would return but she is back and she still gets all the best lines and you know one thing I think is very impressive about Downton is that screenwriter Julian Fellows he has to give space for the storylines of so many characters both the upstairs and downstairs characters and I sort of found myself smiling at just the speed of the first half hour you know Branson's wedding in the opening scene it's all over and done with by the time the opening credits roll and then we have to catch up with everyone and and see what they're all up to here's a clip of Penelope Wilton uh, talking about how Julian Fellows does it I think that it's down to Julian and the fact that he has 18 characters who are sort of leading characters and it's an ensemble piece Mm -hmm. so you get all those stories often Certainly in the series, you'd get a number, four or five story strands on each episode. And in the film, there are about three or four different storylines. And everybody has their storyline. Even the smallest little exchange will be somewhere taking the story forward. So he's a great storyteller and it's a page turner. Penelope Wilton there talking about Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey, a new era in cinemas this weekend. We'll take a listen to the soundtrack very shortly. What else is on the big screen this weekend, Gareth? Yeah, just a couple of others to mention. We have a movie called Casablanca Beats. This is about a former rapper who's employed in a cultural centre and encouraged by their new teacher. The students will try to free themselves from the weight of traditions to live their passion and express themselves through hip-hop culture. The Lady of Heaven is about an Iraqi child who learns the importance and power of patience by discovering the historical story of Lady Fatima and her suffering. And then we have a documentary as well called The Velvet Queen, which is set high up on the Tibet. Uh, plateau where a photographer and a novelist explore these valleys searching for unique animals and try to spot the snow leopard, one of the rarest and most difficult big cats to approach. Very good. What about a TV movie for us? 
This is a bit of fun, this movie. It's about a, a film-loving Miami loan shark who visits Hollywood to squeeze a debt from a B-movie director. Mm-hmm. He ends up using his impressive knowledge of all things cinematic to become a movie producer and help recruit an Oscar-winning star to star to, to star in the filmmaker's next project, a Barry Sonnefeld comedy adapted from an Elmore Leonard novel. It stars John Travolta, Gene Hackman, Danny DeVito, Rennie Russo and uh, Delroy Len- Lindo. It's called Get Shorty. They remake made this recently as a TV series Chris yeah. O'Dowd starred in it which I quite liked um, it was a good TV series but this is the original movie and it's on tonight TG Cahar at uh, 20 past 10 get shorty great stuff Gareth thanks a million thanks Aideen